Hello, Standers. Welcome back to Lunch Table Talk. I am your host, Daniel Ramirez, and I am joined today by... Mr. DeSarno. And our co-host for today... Rosario. Awesome. All right, so this is our finale for this season. Sadly, you're going to hear this voice for season three because I'm not graduating yet. So, but we decided, you know what, let's just progress with, this, with the show and we'll have one just final interview. And who else to bring us home with, Mr. DeSarno? How are you doing today? I'm doing very well and I'm glad to be here. I asked you in class why I've never been asked and you said we're saving the best for last. Literally said that. I actually and, said that. I thought that was the correct answer, so I, <laughs> I decided to come on the show. All right. Sorry that you had to wait so long, but, you know, scheduling I was a little jealous. I got to admit, yeah, I was a little so, jealous. Like, I just had to figure out, like, oh, when are we going to situate this all? And we're here now. doesn't matter. Let's just get right into the questions. I'm ready. All right. So the first question that we always ask all of our teachers is, how did you get to Malloy? Oh. Well, this is my uh, 25th year of teaching. I know I look pretty young. Yes, very um, young. And I started, believe it or not, I started teaching at a school called Saints Joachim and Ann in Queens Village. Mm -hmm. And my first year, I was a fifth grade teacher. That was brutal. <laughs> I, I, I'm so glad I don't teach fifth grade anymore. Uh, and the athletic director of the school asked me to coach CYO basketball. So I did that for five years. I, co I taught at that school for five years. And then um, it was time to make a move, and I sent out resumes to every Catholic school, every Catholic city coach, every basketball coach in the city. And there's only one coach who got back to me, and that was Coach Curran from Malloy. Wow. I showed up one day out of the, he says, come on down uh, if you want to help us out. I started helping out. I, uh, I helped the first year coach, with Coach Shannon, Ed Shannon, in the Dean of Disciplines office. There's a great picture of him and I with hair, <laughs> if you want to check out that picture. Uh, this was a video. I would bring the picture up to, just to show you that I did have hair, as did Mr. Shannon. And then uh, the second year I was here coaching, I got an interview for a job. And uh, I got the job, and back then at Malloy, nobody got tenure, and uh, I came in with eight people, and I was the only one to get tenure out of the eight. Oh, so, yeah. so you were highly uh, <laughs> respected then, huh? Um, no, they were probably just desperate for a social <laughs> Desperate for a teacher. <laughs> so, right. Someone was semi-competent. So. That kind of leads us to our next question, though, with the uh, schools. What do you think separates Malloy as a school? You know, I thought about this question. I'm going to give you a hokey, like, answer. Because right. my wife goes, you know, she called. She goes, Mr. DeSarno. That's right. She calls me Mr. DeSarno. Um, <laughs> you could be. You make a quarter of a million dollars a year at Malloy. You know, you can make much more in the public school system. And, I, and believe it or not, what makes Malloy unique is it's the students. We just have really good kids here. Like in Brazil, if I told you right now to go stand in the corner, you'd probably go stand in the corner. Probably. Yeah. See, <laughs> so uh, I, I, the, the kids here are great. Uh, you can actually teach here. Uh, discipline is good. Athletically, we're good, so this, I'm not going anywhere. To, to to the dismay of many, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll we'll touch on that unless they tell yeah. me to go somewhere. Then I have no choice. Then I'll leave. All right. So uh, enough about enough about you teaching here. What was your experience like as a high school student? Like what hobbies? What you know? What type of student were you? That sort of stuff. I don't know if you remember in class. I, I told the story that I went to ten schools in twelve years. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that, yeah. And I went yeah. to three high schools. So I got to give a shout out to a Valley Stream South, Lindbrook, and my alma mater, Manhasset High School. I even got the, Manhasset you got the colors. Today. Yeah, I got the colors today. Um, so at each school was a different experience. But uh, I got to be honest, I, I, I wasn't the best student at the time. Uh, very outgoing. I love playing sports. Love listening to music. Um, what music? Oh, I listen to everything. I'm a, I'm well, obviously with your 
Yeah, I'm kind of like... music trivia stuff. Yeah, I mean, I go R&B, rap, country, pop, <laughs> classic rock, disc, you name it. If it's good, I'll listen to it. I try not to listen just to one thing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I was just, an, believe it or not, I was an outgoing, pretty cool kid. <laughs> and I'm assuming that you at least at one point played basketball. Or played baseball. basketball, played mm-hmm. baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say those who can't teach, so in sports, those who can't coach. So that's how I <laughs> coach it. So uh, <laughs> how many sports have you coached? Since I've been here, just basketball and baseball. Huh. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. been doing the freshman basketball for 22 years, did the JV baseball for 21, and now I finally got, if you stick around long enough, you get the varsity job. So I got All that right. this year. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, this question, I think a lot of people have on their mind. Which is your favorite class to teach, AP World or Con Law? <laughs> I'm going to alienate some of my students. Uh, they're different. i got to be honest, probably uh, I like teaching the seniors. The Con Law is good. It's a little more, less content, more debating mm-hmm. you know, issues. You know, with the AP, there's so much content to get done in so little time. But you know, I, I like them both. But if I had to pick one, I'd say Con Law. All right. Good, because I took them all. That's right. All right. <laughs> well, how come you didn't take AP World History? Um, I didn't apply. I tried. Rosario, what about <laughs> Rosario? you? I tried. I wasn't, I wasn't smart enough. So. Oh, <laughs> I think I could have maybe gotten in, but like, I don't know. I don't I, know. I don't remember my averages, so I'm not sure. Uh, so we're going to go back to freshman year here with this little quote. You're uh, considered a pulverizing figure at Malloy. Like, you know, there's that whole thing with like, how it, is it better to be respected or to be feared? So it's like people either love you or they just hate you. What's oh. like, what's that your hurts opinion my on that? Like, mm-hmm. what do you think um, about that? You know, I, I got to be honest. I, I think the kid. I wouldn't say kids love or hate. Those are pretty strong emotions. I'd probably say, um, I think the kids who have taken my class realize that what I try to do is I try to, I try to have an engaging class. I try to be funny a little bit. I, uh, I don't. I, I try to get my job done every day. Try to get the kids to learn a little something every day, and I, I think they recognize that and probably respect me as a teacher. And I, I think the, I'm not saying everyone in my class loves me. I'm sure if you teach 200 kids a year, there's going to be kids who don't like you. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the kids outside of my class who have never taken my class uh, probably don't like me because I have a reputation of enforcing the rules. So in a way, I'm. I think the kids who like me like me because I'm doing my job in the classroom, and the kids who don't like me don't like me because I'm doing my job in the hallway. And yeah. you know, to me, if, if they can't separate the two, I, uh, Mr. Flynn once told me he said uh, he tells his students to sign up for my class, and he says, "Don't judge him what you see in the hallways, but judge him. Ask his students what they think about the class." Yeah. And I think that's pretty fair and accurate. And listen. That's my job. You know, if you want to <laughs> earn a detention, I'll give you one. <laughs> Not gonna lie though, when I. Uh... I was taking con law, and I found out that you were teaching it after <laughs> I applied. I was like, oh, God, I'm going to be, like, screwed that whole semester. But, like, I'm genuinely, like, glad that I took that class because I learned so much. And now, like, that I'm reviewing for U.S. history, the Regents is, like, ten times easier. Well, I appreciate it. All of it's so coming much. back, like, the cases, yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, uh, like Mr. Flint says, don't judge me by the outside. And listen... If you earn a detention, we use that term from con law, as you know. And <laughs> you can't separate me as the teacher from the individual. That you know, I can't help that. There's worse things in life. <laughs> so, so uh, you can do this question. I'm gonna have uh, some viewer submitted questions. Ah, uh, this first one. Oh, my uh, daughter it wasn't one of them. <laughs> I don't think you're. A lot, all of them were kept anonymous. All of them requested to be anonymous, but I don't think any of them were your daughter. <laughs> the uh, first question. Don't get mad at me for asking it. Uh, at what age did you use your Lose your luscious locks of yours. 
my luscious your like, luscious locks my locks of hair yep uh, yeah well, he's once a good looking guy i mean i don't think he lost them man. i mean, I I mean like he's, he's, I mean, <laughs> we're holding on we are holding on to a few holding on to a bit you we're know holding on to a handful <laughs> uh probably in my 30s yeah if you look at the picture in mr shannon's office i was 29 30 years old so the last 20 years have been a little harsh so, uh, <laughs> on the, harsh ooh. on the hairline they're uh they got that good gear down then yeah I, I, listen that. i had a solid 30. Yeah, it's, all, yeah, it's all downhill now. All right. <laughs> all right. So, uh, I, I lost track of where we are. Okay. So, this question I got, and I was like, Daddy, chill. Like, for real, please. Because this went aggressive. So, I'll say this in the voice that I believe this person was typing it in. Okay. Why are you so closed off from other people's opinions and so personally insecure that you need, that you feel the need to overcompensate by asserting your power through detentions. Wow. I am, I, I don't know what's going on with this person. Well, we're going to put that person in the classification of someone who did not like me. Of course. <laughs> right? I'd if I'm so. a polarizing figure, I think that's one of the people who, who did not like me. Um, I think I saw, I, there was three things there. She said something about not allowing opinions. Yes, it uh, says that you're closed off and uh, of other people's opinions, which I think is completely wrong. I think you're open to the opinions, but you like to refute it and like challenge it. Well, that's my, my philosophy on education is to challenge opinions. You should be able to defend your opinion. An opinion is just an opinion. Opinion doesn't make it right. Uh, mm -hmm. You were both in my class. You know I'm a big advocate for free speech. Mm -hmm. You know I try to get you guys to debate. Um, just because you have an opinion doesn't mean I have to agree with your opinion. If, if I said the world is flat, doesn't make it right. Mm -hmm. So, and I, you know, I, I like to debate the kids um, in class, and sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. And but I, I think that's a little off base. But they're entitled to their opinion. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. As far as detentions, my daughter told me not to say this, and you were both in my class, so you know, I cannot give a detention. <laughs> You must earn it by doing yep. something wrong. And again, as I said before, if you do something wrong and you get caught, hey, it's on you. I mean, just own up to it, right? There are many kids I give detention, and they're like, "All right, this morning you got me." There's one personal instance, though. I mean, oh, I'm not gonna say. Oh, oh yes. Man. Okay. But um, right. uh, I was using my computer in a, a class that totally does not have to do with computers, uh, and supposedly I was using my iPad, and it was an unauthorized use of my iPad. So I mean. Did I technically earn that for not doing anything wrong? Or was the teacher in the wrong with that? And I didn't really feel like disputing with the, or arguing with the teacher, because I- Let's just make like, clear that this was not me. Yeah, no, it was not you. It was not you. I don't know, the situ every situation is different. Yeah, so I can't comment on a situation I that I was like not involved in. There's, there has to be some outliers. <laughs> of course. Anything. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't give detention to everybody. I, I, give a, I give you a couple warnings and then- Yeah. After a couple I, warnings, you, you got to take I feel like it. when people don't know you or haven't taken your classes, they just imagine you as like some monster. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. good. But I mean, <laughs> once you get to know, once people get to know you, they get to respect you and like learn how, okay, everything is my choice. And when I make that choice, I need to accept, you know, like what's going to come for me, like the consequences of that choice. Because I gotta go change your grade. I think I gotta give you a hundred. Like I think you actually learned something during this. Rosario, a plus one hundred. A plus one hundred. <laughs> they you. see the they see the human behind the what what is it that you referred to yourself as like tiny 
tiny, angry, bald man? Short, fat, bald Short, fat, bald man. But I was in a weight loss competition this year, so... You got what? You got first? Second place. Second? Story of my life. Who won? Uh, Mr. Penicus, actually. Penicus? Yeah, he got first place. Nice. Um, yeah, short, fat, and bald, but I didn't want to go through life being short, fat, and bald, so I'll just go short and bald. Oh. Yeah, I didn't want to get the trifecta. Okay, so you took <laughs> And you wind up like George Costanza. On George Costanza. <laughs> He's short, fat, and bald. That's, I can't, he can't be my role model. Okay. So. so we got this viewer request, and I would have probably asked you either way, but they want you to tell the story about how you figured out, in honor of Pride Month, um, they, they, wanted to t they want you to tell the story of how you found out that the rainbow flag was a symbol for gay pride. Is that a, can we do that? On, on, uh, we can. We've done worse. Um, We've done worse. I told the story. I was out of college, and I was, it was a brutal winter. We had like four or five snowstorms in a row. And my friend and I just said, you know what, let's, let's, just, let's just do something. Let's go as far south as we can. So true story, we just got into the car the next day and we drove to Key West. And it took us two weeks to get there. We, we stopped in D.C. I had some friends there, North Carolina, Atlanta, Disney. And we finally made our way to Key West. And uh, for those who don't know, Duval Street is the main strip. And one side of Duval Street is uh, for an LGBT area. And I walked into a bar that had a flag outside. I had no idea what that flag meant. And they were all over the place. And I was sitting at the bar, and uh, someone asked to buy me a drink, which I thought was great. <laughs> and we decided to talk and hang out. And then as, I, as the day went on, I looked around, and I realized there were no other women in this club. And then um, I kind of figured it out after a while. So that's how I learned how the, what the rainbow flag stood for. But that's the clean version. It's the clean version. <laughs> We've heard the other version. Yes. We've heard the other version. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's a fun story. So uh, <laughs> this is the last of the viewer submitted questions. Is it really? I yeah. thought I had more. <laughs> Did you get your saying, looks are fleeting, stupidity is forever, from Napoleon Bonaparte, who once said, glory is fleeting and obscurity is forever? No, I, I, I think that's an old quote. In fact, I, I Googled it. Uh, one time, and, and Judge Judy uses it all the time. So if anybody, oh. I got it from Judge Judy. Right. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> so. All right. So uh, it's completely unoriginal. You didn't make it up. So if someone presses you on that. No, I, I would never take credit for that one. Never okay. take credit. All right. that's, that's, that's the person old. who sent that in was like, I'm pretty sure he took it. I'm pretty sure he oh, stole definitely. it. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, so, uh, half the things I say in class I took from somewhere else. <laughs> One of my personal favorite questions, like answers to hear from people, like teachers, is if you weren't a teacher, what occupation would you be in? Professional wrestler. Prof like, no, I'm okay. I was like, wait, uh, hold on. Yeah, I'd probably be, uh, to be honest, I, I, was, I was called on to the New York City Police Department, and um, huh? I applied to like the Secret Service and the ATF, probably some kind of law enforcement. ATF, really? ATF, yeah. Okay, right. well, the ATF is kind of known for like... Infringing on people's Hopefully people rights. do illegal yeah. things. Second yeah. Amendment rights. Only if they're illegal. <laughs> so. Yeah. So I mean, that's it's kind of shocking for me to hear yeah, that. Yeah. I find the Secret Service, ATF, um, United States Marshals, and um, New York City Police Department, a few others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, what happened was I, while I was waiting for those jobs, I, uh, I needed a job, so I just started teaching. And then when I finally got called for some of these jobs, I was coaching. I was like, you know what, this is a pretty good gig. So I uh, you just went with it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, listen, as teachers, we get a lot of time off. We get all summers, paid summers, and yep. Christmas break. I'm, I'm 50 years old. I still get a Christmas break, Easter break, <laughs> Thanksgiving break. So it's a pretty good gig. Mm -hmm. We actually had some uh, suggestions or like guesses at what you would say. 
we didn't get police officer per se, but we got parole officer. No way. We got um, we got you'd be a full time coach. Oh yeah, that would be good. I would like to be a full time coach. We got one that was actually really inappropriate. <laughs> Let me hear it. Um, some form of prostitution. Oh. I don't nah. see that. I, I don't. I don't. I can't imagine that. I don't understand oh. what made them go. You know what? He might have gone through that, but um, thanks for the suggestion. And the other one was full time dad on the other end of the spectrum. Oh yes, I could definitely be. I'd be a great stay at home dad. Yeah, great stay like, uh, Great stay You always home. clean. You always cook. Right? Cook, you always clean, sell that store, like, organize. If I could, yes, that would be a. Whoever said that was probably right on the money. Right there. I, I could just imagine like that entire portion of Incredibles two, where like the dad <laughs> is just like managing the kids, and that he's just like me. that. That'd probably be you. I would love that. That honestly be you. So if there are any really wealthy women out there <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would like to take care of me and my kids, uh, <laughs> and I would do all the cooking and cleaning, then definitely. Call me. <laughs> wow. All right. So um, this is a topic that I think we, I said defend this site or this page in a minute, but I think we could literally talk about this for a while. Um, you are an advocate or at least a, you endorse Molloy memes. Oh, yes. You believe that they are fully in the right, that they are allowed to do this. And you've even at one point said, why don't the teachers do one for students if oh, this is the case? Yeah, I would, I would love, if I have any kind of creative skills, I would love to do that also. I think... As a First Amendment issue, I think it's a great idea, but uh, I think I think teachers should be able to laugh at themselves. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. as long as they're not too over the line. I mean, the one with me asking the kid about the lanyard is hysterical. Um, there's another one of me I think is pretty funny too. Uh, like I said, we have to be able to laugh at ourselves. And by the way, it's like a it's an outlet of creativity for the kids. A lot yeah. more kids are very creative in certain things, and mm -hmm. that's just another way of showing it. Yeah, I actually met these um, these kids who go to school in. Uh, Maris, Oregon, in, in New, Eugene, and they have their own site, like, they have their own page like that, too. Like, it's not a uncommon occurrence that you'd have, like, you know, students joking around about their students, their, uh, students joking about their teachers and just, like, publishing it out for everyone to see, and that school is okay with it. They've endorsed it on multiple occasions. Well, if we, always, you know, we always claim we're a family atmosphere. If we're a family atmosphere, then, you know, let's, let's be able to laugh at one another. Exactly. I, I joke around with the kids. I... I like to throw a little zing in there once in a while, so they should LaFell. be able to do that. LaFell? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. So. Well, having fun wherever he is right now. Hamptons, I guess. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Shout out to him. He might be listening. Who knows? <laughs> if not, he'll come back to this and we'll know. That we'll know. Should have had him here, too. I, I actually wanted to go for LaFell as the co-host. Sorry, Rosario. But sorry. I actually wanted to go for LaFell. My two choices at first were LaFell and Sarah Case Bay. Oh, those would be good. Those would have been good. But then I thought, oh, wait, but they're like... Gone. They graduated, <laughs> yeah. and so like, all right, like, on the topic, I have to advertise this a little later. But the meme review that we're doing, it took me a while to get Andrew Coleman to be like, oh, I could schedule it for that day. Really? Yeah, it's, like he he said that he'd he'd have been down to do it at any time. It's just scheduling one. Now I'm looking forward to mm -hmm. it. Yeah. So you're gonna be there. I'm definitely going to be there. Yes. Okay, we can confirm Mr. it. My, my Perfect. friends, Mr. Chong, Mr. Maldonado. Mr. Chong and Mr. Maldonado are the other two that but, are showing up. You know, both of them are leaving Malloy, so if exactly. I work with them, I hope that's not like a sign that <laughs> no. I'll be leaving yeah. Malloy too. No, it's no. You're you're here Three to stay. Of my former teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I need a, I need like. And it shows up, and he's like, "All right, I have one more teacher. One more teacher's getting scrapped." Um, uh, Chris, um, can we talk to you? Brother? Chris, over here. I have a, another question for you. I just, you know, thought about this. There's like a little trend that people just go around their universities and campuses, just calling their teachers by their first names. How would you feel if someone just walked up to you and called you by your first name? 
I mean, like people have done it before as a, a quick joke. Like mm-hmm. you, know, you, you could definitely picture LaFell saying, "Hey, Chris." Yeah. <laughs> right. And you'd ask for their ID card. No, I just, oh. say, I just say don't do that again. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but what happens if they say it again? Well, then, you know, then listen. Then you've earned it. Then you've earned it. Then you've earned your detention. All we right. did an article in the newspaper about this. They asked my opinion about that. Like, mm-hmm. should, should teachers be should teachers be called by their first name? I was, I'm not a big advocate mm-hmm. of it. So, so like, why do you think teachers get so not offended necessarily, but like, they uh, don't appreciate when people call them by their first names is it like that they've worked so hard to get that title uh, I think it's just mister like you could call anyone you could be yeah I think like, it's just a I'm not gonna say a sign of respect it's just it's a teacher student relationship okay you know to me that's how it is you know you could be very friendly with the students but there's still a teacher teacher student so relationship it's just strictly it. just professional yeah things. listen there's a lot of people who work in the building Mr. Libel, Ms. Pastore, Ms. Kabinsky, Ms. Ms. I mean, I taught Ms. Kabinsky, I taught Ms. Massoud, I taught Ms. Rayapa, and we call each other by our first names now. So, mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I'm pretty good friends with some of them. And at first, when we first started working here, they were like afraid to call me by my first name. I'm like, well, now you can. So. Yeah, because uh, I have Mr. Chung for physics, and he all addresses us by our last names. Does he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know as a teacher, but like every time I talk to him, he's like, Mr. Ramirez, you know. Sometimes sort of he intentionally, uh, you know, says our name, like, mispronounces it. I go with any, any name I could remember first. Okay. <laughs> so sometimes so it's Ramirez or Dan, whatever, whatever comes to my mind first. All right. Yeah. yeah. Like, that also sort of goes the same way with, like, calling teachers by, like, nicknames. Like, you have Kill Kelly, you could call him KK or uh, uh, Dockerty Doc, you know. That sort of thing. Has there any been like an? Has there ever been like a nickname for you? That I don't think I've heard of one. I'm sure there's some behind my back that are probably pretty good. <laughs> DS. 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 The only thing I get is Mr. D. That's Mr. D. Mr. D. That's that's the biggest one I've had. Nothing crazy. Not that I know of. I'm trying to think of a way to condense DiGiorno, but I can't. Yeah, you can't. DiGiorno. DiGiorno. DiGiorno? No, I haven't gotten that either. Well, people will now take it and run with it, probably. probably. They probably will. That's fine if you bring the pizza in. If you bring the pizza in, yeah. You can call me whatever you want. I remember somebody was like, yo, does anyone have, like, a DiGiorno pizza box, like, at home? Because, like, I want to bring it in for DiGiorno. I remember that was, like... Some like locker room talk, like really? Yeah, like so. I was like, does anyone have like a DiGiorno pizza? And it was like, no. It's not even close. <laughs> like you could use that for Demarco, I guess. Yeah, too. you could use that for Demarco too. Right. For both of them, you could both be DiGiorno. It's just the first two letters. Well, D, that's <laughs> yeah. it. I guess. So just cut out. I think DiGiorno is D-I too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Right. Oh. Basically, just, but basically, the first letter and the last letter. Yeah. It just kind of sounds the same, just like a little. Cut everything yeah. else out. Just. First and last letter. Yeah, I'll start so. going by my maiden name then. <laughs> by your maiden name. <laughs> All right. Um, Rosario, any other questions that you come up with? Uh-huh. Because you, you actually, that was actually a really good question about the. Uh, I, I don't have anything teacher. else. It's just everything I wanted to know. We uh, kind of asked. Already, right. So. Um, <laughs> I was talking to Mr. Germano last period. Um, is it true that you guys have like known each other since like 1997 or earlier? The like school that? that I was talking about earlier that I spent five years at, St. Joe St. Joe Ann, he taught there as well. Oh. Yeah, and his and his mom. So oh, and his mom. Oh, yeah, because yeah. his mom was a teacher too. Yeah, oh, okay. so I knew his mom, and then I met him, and then I came here first, and a couple years later, then he came here. Oh. So, yeah, small world. Mm-hmm. Small did world. you guys did Did you know any other teachers before that, like in that way, or was it first just Germano? Uh, the only one I knew here was Germano. 
Oh. I didn't know anybody else here. Okay. Yeah. So this was also it's like a being a freshman. <laughs> <laughs> this was a um, the, an original pitch for this uh, episode was that we wanted to get a. We know that you politically are like on a con, on a conservative side, a little more like lean to the conservative side. Some would side, say that. Yeah. Some would say <laughs> an original pitch was to get you on with like Murdaka or McKenna because oh. they're like infamously like more liberal. How how do you think that conversation would go, or how do you think that episode would go if you you know? I think three rational adults. <laughs> three rational conversing. adults. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know how that would go. I mean, I could only speak for myself, and I would try to answer the questions to the, my best of my ability, and mm -hmm. hopefully not be shouted down. <laughs> hopefully not be shouted down. You actually mentioned this in class at one point, something about like. Uh, Sometimes, like this, some of the seniors that graduated, not to say names, I know some of the people that you mentioned, um, that you've like butted heads a bit, like politically, like you know, some people yeah. have been like, how have they like recuperated from that, for lack of a better term, or like have they not have they have they dealt with that like rationally or? Yeah, I mean, I think when kids go to college, they're exposed to different ideas, and a lot of kids don't agree with me in class, constitutionally speaking, mm -hmm. not politically speaking, and. Uh, <coughs> Sorry. You, you believe it or not, you can be friends with people that don't agree with you. And I have mm -hmm. a lot of friends as adults, teachers here in this building that I'm very friendly with, students who we, who we just don't see eye to eye, but it doesn't, it doesn't diminish our friendship whatsoever. Mm -hmm. That's what I like about Moy, you know, because everyone's really, it's not like completely diverse, but you can have a, like a completely like multi, you know, just different ideologies of like your group of friends. Agreed. Like one could be moderate, another could be conservative, another liberal, but it really it doesn't really matter because you guys hang out with each other at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. You guys always have something to have in common. And I feel like people just focus on what they have that's different. Like that. Right. We don't, we, we don't have to agree common. on everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't have to agree on everything. Yeah. I always say um, that for that reason exactly. And like just because you could see like, you know, diversity in, in Malloy and like many of the activities. Um, that it perfectly embodies like the idea of Queens and that Queens is like, you know, I'm pretty sure I, I keep getting it wrong. It's the most diverse. Of, that's what I, that's it's what they the say. Most it's the most diverse county in, in, in the world. In, yeah. So I think that this school amongst like probably a couple other schools around the, around the area just perfectly embody that. Cause we're like practically at the center point of it all. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would agree with that statement. So yeah. And it's good. Mm -hmm. It's good to be, I, 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 I wish we had more ideas in class. Uh, mm -hmm. Some, you know, some kids express their ideas and are very, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Vocal. Very passionate yeah. about their mm -hmm. beliefs, and others never say a word. So, you know, I'd like to get, I'd like to get more ideas in class. Mm -hmm. Like uh, eighty percent of our class is just completely quiet. Like well, Mario, you just were in a bad class. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I'm not gonna lie, but sometimes I was like afraid to put Why? my hand up. You know, just conflicts of uh, just people disagreeing with you. Breaking my feelings. Breaking my feelings. I don't care about your feelings. Facts don't care about your feelings. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What was I going to say? It was something about the about about like what you said about the class, not being like super yeah being quiet and stuff. What would you say to the students that are like scared to share? Not not specifically because of you per se, but like just because they think that their opinions would be like shot down. Because I think that that's not only like something that's a problem in the school system, like as a whole, that, oh, you might think this school is very liberal, so I can't really express my 
more conservative or, or right the other way around. or exactly or vice versa because we don't know what it is necessarily because mm -hmm. I've actually, actually but from teaching con law for the last uh, 15 years I think the school is actually more conservative I think yes. most of the student mm -hmm. body in my class is conservative I would tell those students that not only I hope they learn something from me but I, I learn from the students also mm -hmm. uh, I am exposed to different ideas and maybe at first I might poo-poo that idea, but I do go home and think about what some students say. And then mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I try to do some research and I try to look at it, and I'll talk to my wife about them. And you know, I, I, have, I, I have been persuaded by students mm -hmm. to see things their way sometimes also. <coughs> All right, so Rosario, any final thoughts? All right, uh, people Basically think just... that you're, you might be like a bad person, but like I am. taking your that's class. A, that's 100% <laughs> really? true. Oh. I remember <laughs> one day after gym, I was walking up the stairs and he said, oh, Rosario, how are you? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I'm not allowed to I'm say like, hi. Like, I'm, not allowed. Like, oh. I'm so confused. He's not going like, to say hi ever again. <laughs> I'm like, no, because you always have the mentality that like that first impression of someone, even though it's completely false, you, can, you always kind of have that rooted in your mind for whatever reason. I know it's like irrational, but like... When you said like hello, do you, you want know, to know my first impression of you two? What? No, I'm just kidding. <gasps> no, like, I was like, ooh, ooh, let's <laughs> go. I'm only kidding. To uh, misbehaving students that don't pay attention in class. No, <laughs> you're one of the few, the proud, the many now that have taken it. <laughs> no, but like it's, um, I wasn't shocked. But I was like, okay, this guy's genuinely nice, and like it's not just like his class thing. It's he cares about not cares, but like you know, his former students are kind of important to him. I appreciate yeah. it. They are. I mean, uh, no, I appreciate I, like having you as a teacher. You know, it was really, it was a really good experience. I teach for the kids mm -hmm. and the money. And, uh, <laughs> of course, the, yes, the, the, <laughs> the quarter million dollars. Um, the most important thing is the money. No, that's the number one part about teaching is the relationships that you form with the students over the yeah. years. And like I said, a lot of ex students are now friends of mine. <laughs> so we go out. And one of the first things I always say is like when we're out, I'm like, did you ever think when you were sitting in my class that one day we'd be hanging out? <laughs> and they're like, nope. <laughs> So, like a couple years ago. Now you, yeah, you guys have that to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll meet each other at that, at that bar that you were talking about. I'm, um, I'm unfamiliar with that term. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, any final words before I like start wrapping things up? Or no. Are you good? Listen, it was great. It was great talking to both of you. Hopefully this will be the highest rated um, podcast a lot of people, ever on iTunes. A lot of people have told me, you know what? I'll probably actually listen to this one. <laughs> I, <laughs> <Just> hope, <laughs> I hope it goes well. We'll have to do a sequel then next year. If this does... Right now, our highest is the episode with Maldonado. I think that's at around 400 listens. Oh, I gotta beat him. So if just you beat, I eat lunch with him, and I just gotta brag. <laughs> if you beat, if you beat him, we'll call you back in for the for the series premiere. Well, the season premiere, season three premiere. <laughs> All right, anybody who watches this, if you watch it and tell your friends to watch it, you get extra points if you're in my class. <laughs> leave a comment. Beat leave a comment. Maldonado. Leave a comment. <laughs> hashtag Beat Maldonado. That's it. We'll get it trending. Just so I can beat him at something before he moves to New Jersey. <laughs> oh, yeah, quick, quickly before he goes off. All right, so that about does it for this episode, guys. For this season, actually. That's it. We're done here. Goodbye. Um, just, just as a final word, thank you for everyone who's been listening to this season. This is my first season, so, like, I think you might have noticed, first half, I was, like, really rusty and kind of like, what am I doing here? What's going on? Uh, it was literally just, like, shoved a mic in front of my face and just start talking to the teacher. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. But uh, I've gotten a lot of good responses back from the people who have listened, and I really appreciate it. And it's allowed me to expand, and that new show that we have, After Hours, has been fairly successful for what I set it out to be. 
Um, and I think we're going to peak in a couple days when we do our meme review featuring Mr. DeSarno himself right here, Mr. Chong and Mr. Maldonado, and Andrew Coleman will be returning for that as well. So uh, we can't wait to see you there. It's going to be our first. It. It's going to be our first live event. Hopefully, we'll have another one of those. It's like a dream of mine. I'll have to shave again. You have to. You, you <laughs> thought you thought this was going to be on video, and you shaved. Yeah, you I prepped. shaved Mondays you and prepped. Thursdays, and today's Wednesday, so my shaving schedule is off. Ah, so. sorry, I have to do that to you. <laughs> Next time will be Monday. All right then. Well, so that about does it uh, for the live event. Show up to the theater at two thirty is when we should have everything set up, and uh, the recording will only take like probably half an hour, forty minutes. And it'll be a lot of fun, a lot of memes, a lot of jokes. Uh, you could submit your own memes, and if you want to see that featured, that'd be great. And you could, you know, grill DeSarno a little bit or grill <laughs> Maldonado. Bring it. Bring it. Bring, it. <laughs> Bring your worst. Okay, guys, that about does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to this season. Uh, thank you, Rosario. Thank you, Mr. DeSarno. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Go Standers. Go Standers.